politics Some culture and craft beer Politics And that is why you're here Politics Bottoms up Welcome to Bottoms Up Fred and Blotto discuss the politics of today, the culture of our lives, and the beer of our state. Bottoms up, everybody, and welcome to Studio 54. <laughs> Cornball. <laughs> uh, it's, it's something. It's something. It's something. I'm just trying to keep up with Fred. Yeah, we, we all knew it was coming. We don't have a Fred here, so we got to improvise. <laughs> We're in the studio. It's episode 54. So there you go. Let's dance. Uh, obviously, Fred is absent because he normally does this intro. He is uh, on his way back from quite a vacation. Right? We, we think he's on his way back. We have no proof. <laughs> He and, could have just stayed there. Yeah, if he doesn't come back, well, I don't know if they, you can if you can actually live on a cruise ship. But um, <laughs> is uh, he with three post millennials and his wife? Yes, he is. Yeah, hmm. yeah. <laughs> so you consider them post millennial? Well, they're not millennials. I would consider them millennials. They're twenty somethings. They weren't twenty. They weren't adults when the millennial came around. What does that mean? That's what I understand a millennial to be. Okay, I guess. I think they are. (laughs) (laughs) Most millennial sounds better anyway. Uh, If you haven't recognized the voice of our guest, who's been, is this your third or maybe more? I think more. I think Uh, more. At At least the fourth. Uh, lefty, sometimes known as hefty lefty. No, hefty's cool. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> Ain't gonna change. Uh, he's to my right today, which I don't know. I guess that helps the visual. Fred always talks about where people are sitting around mm-hmm. the table, uh, and I can kind of—I guess I kind of get that because, like, if I'm listening to a football game on the radio, left to right, I'm, I have in my mind whether they're moving left to right, and if. And if the if the announcer says, especially right for college, left on your dial. If if he says they're going the other way, then it kind of like, oh, that's not what I had pictured, right? Not that it matters. That's, and something, then, that's something only boomers say, though. <laughs> There's no dial in the car <laughs> for, for the kids now. There's no gridiron. That right, you right. But, they, but you still have a visual of what left to right is. But yes, and then knobs to my left. So yep. welcome, knobs. How are you doing? Guys, good, doing good. Um. So we're going to first uh, get to the beer, then we'll get to politics du jour. Um, And uh, this, because Fred so timely bailed on podcasts when it was his turn to provide libation, uh, both Nobs and I have stepped up today. So we're going to have to refigure the order, right? So he's going to have to bring... The next two or three, I think. (laughs) (laughs) And... So on the first beer here, Nobs uh, has provided. What do you got there, Nobs? Uh, this is Alien Rabbit from Big Lake Brewing. It's a New England IPA. Uh, I set the beer store today, looking at the different shelves, and it's going across. And this one was in like the upper right hand, and just caught my attention because the label does jump out. Yes, marketing black label with alien and green rabbit in yellow, and it's some sort of purple 
insect rabbit on it. They did go with the very uh, kind of canned alien font. Yeah, you, you know for sure. Uh, and again, that's going to make you see it that way, right? I yes. mean, this way you know. It's almost like if you wrote alien in Times New Roman, people wouldn't know how to read it. <laughs> it's got to be in that alien kind of font. Does this give you like an 80s vibe to it? Uh, maybe like a little a- bit. 80s alien sci-fi movie? Uh, if I could speak B- to Big that. Lakes Brewing, um, is, does this match the rest of their labels? No. I think this is kind of a one-off. Yeah. Uh, it's 9% ABV. I don't know the IBUs. Uh, New England double IPA dry hopped with Citra, Cascade, Yukonot, Bravo, and Idaho Gem hop mash. So I'm That's guessing those words. are all hop varietals. I would assume so. Um, that, uh, oh, I forgot to roll mine. I'm pouring without rolling. That's because I don't know so IPAs as well. The alien rabbits are watching at all times. Um, so, yeah, as uh, Lefty and I kind of figured out, oh, rabbit hops. Yeah. It's going to be hoppy. Yeah, so it's going to be quite hoppy. Uh, but yet they didn't want to share the IBUs. Um, I think they're going to share it in just a second. It looks very much like a New England. It's very hazy. I mean, it's it's almost... Um, kind of reminds me of when your honey starts to go a little stale. Yep. You know what I mean? It goes from the clear to the it cloudy looks, or whatever. It looks exactly like that. Yeah. It's like fatty chicken broth. That's, a, that's another one. Mmm. The citrus comes at you. Grapefruit juice. Right up the proboscis. But I'm thirsty, so it's going down. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Well, I didn't give myself a Oh, okay. Oh, you got to start getting the right glasses for the right beers. Ah, pine works for everything. You know, we, we, we don't need like snifters for like a, our stouts. snifter glass, yes. Nah. As long as it's glass. First reactions, anybody? You know, who wants to step up here with the first? I'll let the guests go. Oh, I like that. I like that the, the dry hop cuts it off at the end. It's not as hoppy as we all thought it would be. I agree. Good. I think oh, it's yeah, I think good. it starts pretty hoppy, but like you said, it goes yeah. off at the no, end. I it doesn't like linger. I think dry hop is the right I, I like dry it. hop. I like the brute IPAs. See, I, I, I don't like the brute. But this, I, I like this. Yeah, I, 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 I would I definitely have this. I don't again. know if I'm going to change my mind to not to Matt or not for me. <laughs> That's pretty good. It, it's a tasty beer. It's probably not going to go. I have such a. I, I'm still struggling with seasonality of beer. Like I, when I was looking for a beer to bring today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I kind of went with something that was, you know, fairly bourgeoisie, if you will. But I, I saw some that were, you know, I, uh, it was a it was a raspberry goes. Okay, but it's not the season. And that's. But, I like goes. But and I knew you did, and that's why I almost yeah, bought yeah. it. But I but I thought uh, I, can't, I can't I can't do that. I I can't do IPAs. Right. In right. the in the winter time, I I have to have multi dark beers in, in the winter time. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Personally, like, like yeah. if I'm going to buy them and what I'm going to sit down and drink, and then it's degrees of richness. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I want something that I can drink four or six of, it's going to be like an amber ale. And if I want something that 
you know, I'm, I'm having maybe like before the dinner or maybe after the dinner. It could be the peanut butter porter, right? And, you know. It, I mean, right now, this season for me is porter, stout, or strows. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I am stuck in that. And I, I don't know why. I don't know why either. Just call it beer season and buy whatever. I went. I was uh, up in Grand Rapids uh, earlier in the week, and I went to this place called the Brick and Porter. Great place, recommended. Nice plug there. They have pretty good food. I I had a chicken pesto panini. It was very good. I walked in. I looked at their beer list. What I didn't see was a porter. What I didn't see was a stout. What I didn't see was an amber. I saw a bunch of IPAs, and I'm in the place called the Brick and Porter. And I'm sitting at the bar. Sounds like a Carlson. So she comes over, and I said, "So what's the porter of the day?" Thinking maybe there's maybe something that isn't on the menu. And she's like, "I think you got us there." <laughs> and I'm like, "You don't have a porter." I'm like, "It says on the window right there, brick." Do they have porter. a brick oven for pizza? Uh, they might have had. They mm. might have had a, a, a nice oven, yeah, because the panini was really good. Hmm. But um, and I'm trying to think if they had za. They they, they may have. Um, but anyway, if you're in Grand Rapids, I, I recommend it. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm going to probably go for me on this beer. I'm surprised. Yeah. Again, this doesn't, it has the hoppiness. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the bitterness that lingers. You were trying to get him back for that coffee style. Like <laughs> <laughs> Backfire. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, and I'm really thirsty. I had a good workout today. Dill and I did a little cross-country skiing. Yeah? Yeah, we went out to Stony Creek. Cool. It's our, it's our, it was, he's never done it before. Do they rent the whole gear out there and everything Yeah, 15 bucks. Yeah. Uh, but he's never done it before, and he's going to meet me out in Alaska. And we're going to do some cross-country skiing and some... Uh, Are you going to do the snow bike thing? So? Snow, snow biking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he wasn't so worried about the biking, but he was really kind of shaking about the... Uh, the cross-country skiing because he'd never done it before, you know. But it's pretty simple. I'm surprised you didn't go for the sea kayaking. We're, we're going in a different direction. So we're going inland towards Denali versus the coast. Um, the, the coast is really awesome, and I would like to take them down there and, and, and show them what that is like. But I'm being a tad selfish because I've already done that, so I want to head up towards Denali. He won't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, hopefully, we will get a good view of the park and some of the, the huge mountains. We won't really ever get into the parks far enough to see anything like the peak of Denali, but I'm expecting it still to be just majestic all mm-hmm. around. For because sure. everywhere you look around Anchorage, it's incredible. Like it's it, it it really is. Whether it's in the distance or up close, it's it's pretty phenomenal. And uh, so, hopefully, where we go, uh, we will get the, the the views that I'm hoping that we'll get. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it was uh, uh, so. Yes, I'm parched. I think I, I'm down on my fluids. Is where I was going with this. Just steer away from any Asian touring buses. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what he means by that. Do you? Is there is there something in the news that I I don't know about? There's nothing nothing coroning about that. No. Uh, I, I told you we were not going to bring up coronavirus. I distinctly said that. Hey, you know, small places with 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 
Yeah, avoid the cruises, avoid the buses. I got to get on airplanes, man. Yeah, the airplane coming back from where I came back from, that was even a worry. Um, yeah. If it wasn't for our pseudo anonymity, I would love to post the, the, the photo of Fred and yeah, crew on yeah. the airplane, all the with their masks mask. on, their breathing masks. <laughs> five, five across the seats, all wearing their breathing masks. Now, I don't know whether he did that as a joke or they really wore those masks for the three-hour flight. I don't know either. I was very interested. Is he going into quarantine when he gets back? He probably should. Maybe that's why he's not here. Yeah, keep keep him away. I mean, the flu is far more... Yes. The flu is far more prevalent. And And of all the people that have had the coronavirus, the small percent that have died have been low immune, very young, very old. The same kind of stuff that the flu kills. Yeah, Yeah, maybe we're that way. (laughs) Are we pro flu shot here or anti flu shot? <laughs> oh, I'm. I don't care. Like oh. I'll get it if I if in my doctor's office, and then he says, you know, have you had your flu shot? And if I start to say nope, I get it. Right? I mean, I don't even get an option. Mm-hmm. I got it at CVS. Just walked right up in the pharmacist. Yeah. Gave it to me. I, no charge. This I, year I, I haven't gotten one. I though. got you beat. Someone came to my office at work. Oh wow! Because I worked. Lift at, up your sleeve. Yeah. Bang! You're done. <laughs> yep. I work with nurses, and they were like, "Hey, flu shot." Done. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They work, they yeah. Work but I don't. I haven't been able to uh, determine whether or not I get the flu with or without the flu shot. I don't get the flu very often. I usually get like a bad cold, last a couple days. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't usually get the flu where it's coming out both ends kind of flu. Um, Good pot talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but I don't know. It's you know, like I said, there's years I get it and years I don't, and I don't. I don't really think about it very much. Yeah, I don't generally get sick that much as long as I steer away from people that are airplanes and buses full small of Asians. children, <laughs> which is half my family. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I, I I know later on tonight or tomorrow I'm gonna ask Knobs to edit that out. <laughs> Moving on. I, I, I've done it before to him. It's like, I'll say something because at the moment it might be funny, and then the next day it's like, you know, that may not play with all audiences. Maybe <laughs> uh, you start exporting those clips into a little oh, blackmail folder. The outtakes of bottoms up. Uh, okay. A lot has happened in the last week. Plenty oh, has happened in the last week. We... Uh, it's been a week and a day since we yes. recorded, right? And we recorded the day that there were no witnesses. Yes. Uh, when that vote went down on impeachment. There are still no witnesses. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, there's <laughs> update, no witnesses update. coming forward. There's witnesses. Uh, yes. Yeah. And so then... They're just not surviving their jobs. <laughs> That's later. Uh, and then... Uh, the way that Schumer did that, he stretched that out a couple of days for closing arguments, um, denying yes the State it, of the Union and Super Bowl. Yeah, the the, the spiking of the football because Trump was going to run an ad for Super Bowl, I believe. I thought he did. Well, okay, I don't remember seeing it. You um, edited that out. Yeah, Bloomberg did, did too. Yep. Bloomberg ran it. That it got more. got a lot more press. But did Trump run run it? Pretty sure he did. Still, I haven't seen. Do, do you remember seeing that, Lefty? No, I don't remember seeing it either. 
Hey, following up on last week's conversation on Super Bowl parties, Knobs, what did you do? Uh, I went to a friend's house and watched Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> was it uh, uh, was it an in series or was it a rerun? No, new one. It was a new one. Yeah. Oh, darn, I'm back one. Yeah. <laughs> Had you known, would have you gone to the party? Uh, uh, no, no, yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll just watch it. We tape them all. Yeah. So, yeah. the the reason why we still have a cord on our TV, otherwise we would cut the cord. It's really Doctor Who that's keeping us from cutting the cord, mm-hmm. and maybe somebody in the house watching the news constantly. Yeah, but I, I've also I'm starting to figure out that cutting the cord. It might save you some money, but all these services that used to be free or cheaper are not as free and cheap anymore. Like you have to pay. It's like a la carte. Yes. Right? Oh you, yeah. No. You no. pay nine bucks for your Hulu and fourteen no. bucks for your Netflix. Where you're saving bucks. money is that you're not doing all of it. <laughs> you know, because we're we're doing Netflix, we're doing Hulu, we're doing Disney. You know. Yeah. yeah. So. But what 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 do you spend a month on TV, knobs? Because uh, you don't have cable, correct? Just internet, no TV. Yeah. So so your different services. It's like, what, eight or nine for Netflix? And then Amazon Prime would come out to be 12. Uh, I borrow someone's Hulu and I borrow someone's Disney. Okay, so, so what about HBO? Borrow someone's HBO. <laughs> Okay, so you should be paying about 60 <laughs> oh, to 70. Oh, I should be paying a lot more, yeah. 60 to 70, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's still half of what I'm paying in cable. Um, I, I don't know. But now, it's almost you go one way or another because, y- you know, you turned me on to Letter Kenny. Uh-huh, yeah. And I thought it was awesome, and I probably would watch more, but I'm not going to add another 10 bucks a month to my bill. So either uh-huh. I cut the cable and go that method, mm-hmm. or... You know, just you know, stick with my cable, or you know, or add to it. That, that you know, this, I don't want to pay more. This would be a great culture topic. It probably would, but we're back on impeachment. Yes. Thanks. Somebody's <laughs> got to right the ship here. <laughs> I think we did one, didn't we? On this, but we can we can re up it. Okay. So then the timeline. We talked about the Super Bowl. That's how we got on that topic. And uh, you know, now. Uh, then the next day, it was after the Super Bowl, the Senate... Tuesday. Closing arguments? No, Wednesday. Or, or wait, no. Tuesday was State of the Union. Tuesday. So after the State of the Union is when they do the vote on acquittal. Yep. And obviously it wasn't a surprise in terms of the outcome, but there was one, I guess you'd call it a surprise. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's sad. There shouldn't be any... If everyone voted for guilty that shouldn't be a surprise right because he was guilty right so well you know the, yeah so the fact that um romney steps out of his lane and and uh and even makes an impassioned plea or yes. impassioned argument was an emotional speech he made uh that's a setup for 2024 yep well all it, the way it, it can be both it, it, it can be a heartfelt setup. Yeah. That's fine. It can be both. That's fine. And it, he certainly looked in this Democrat's eyes a lot more appealing than he did when he was running as Republican presidential nominee. Well, just that's, from that one 
he he undid a, a few things. But see, uh, not in my mind. Like like guys like Romney, I still don't give any kind of a pass to. Zero. He did a he did the right thing, which should be the easy thing to do. He did the what what really ought to be the easy thing. It's unfortunate that it was the hard thing, right? But he did the conscientious, you know, uh, uh, moral right thing to do. Um, but he's also complicit in creating Trump. All Republicans mm-hmm. are complicit in creating to what some the Republican degree, yeah. Party has become. Mm-hmm. Trump was a monster that you know took on a life of his own. And but when you think about all the things that Trump originally was running on, were or or who he was appealing to were a lot of the same folks that the well, Republicans were going after anyway. I'm not, you know, in any way a Trump fan, but I definitely think that he has correctly figured out that politicians value self-preservation over anything else. Yeah, and, and I think, sadly, that also applies to Democrats as, as well. Um, definitely. But uh, I, I've seen less of that. Like for instance, there are, there are Democrats that are at risk and are traditionally in red areas or Trump states, like the Joe Mansions of the world. I think you know he still voted to convict, and uh, I'm not a big Joe Manchin fan, right? Uh, you know, Blue Dog or whatever they call. Oh him. yeah, no, he's the Susan Collins of the Democrats. And but yet he knows that he has to. Uh, answer to the Republican base in his West Virginia state why he voted for convict. And, right. and, and there were Democrats in the House that voted for impeachment that also are in some pretty heavily red and Trump mm-hmm. counties and districts. So as, as much as I say both parties will vote for you know what's going to keep them in office, um, there are, you know, a, a few um, a few examples, at least that I can think of on the Democratic side, where they're willing to say, you know what, I'm going to go back to my constituents and explain my vote and feel comfortable that I can do that in a way that still garners their support. Oh, sure, and sure. I, and, I, and I think... I'm I think, just saying Trump measured, weighed and measured the Republican uh, politician and, and figured out a way... To clear him out so that he could run to the front. The the, the thing about the the, the four senators, uh, including Romney, but the three other senators that people um, were pointing to, the Collins, Murkowski's, uh, Gardner, um, and Lamar Alexander and those. Lamar Alexander had already said he's going to resign. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he had a different calculation. I think we talked about that last week, yep. right? Where it's 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 about preserving the party, right? Um, Murkowski and Collins, they're still thinking, I can't win without the base. So 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 maybe it's risky for me to it, it's too risky for me to go against the base because I'm not gonna pull enough Democrats to push me over the line. What I need to have, I still need to have the base. And if the base isn't enough, then I lose. But without the base, I'm guaranteed a loss. Yeah, yeah, right. It, right? It, yeah. That, does that make sense? Right, right. So and, if you're 51-50 or 51-49, you're 
You're going 51. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. E- even even though you, you you'd much rather in the in the in a in a world that isn't upside down, you know, go against your party and make sure that you have enough mm-hmm. of the other party's people to to support you. Um, well, but, you know, Murkowski and, and, and Collins weren't going to have that. You know, Gardner in Colorado, maybe. But see, then you have the ones that kind of have taken, you know, Colorado, same thing. Murkowski, kind of, um, and, and Collins, kind of. They're not saying he was innocent. They're just saying that they couldn't vote for a conviction. It, actually, that brings to mind something that I'd been thinking about since before I'd been invited to come here. And it it irks me that the president would hold up newspapers saying that he's totally acquitted when totally is just just a throw-in word. Mm-hmm. It's either acquitted or, 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 right. or guilty. But that doesn't address innocence or not innocence. I don't think there's any, any senator up there that thought that he was innocent. Well, no, there are some, I think, that were, were still going after, all, you know, there was, they, they threw out so many different defenses, right? 28 different yeah, defenses. Yeah. I think that there I were some out there that, out. That, that wanted to just say what he didn't do anything wrong because that was one of their, their lines, and that's kind of what Trump wanted to hear was that he didn't do anything wrong. Um, so I don't know about all of them. You know, I, I often... I mean, I just, is, just the whole thing about innocence... It, you know, guilty, not guilty, does not mean innocent. Well, here or not innocent. The, the the definitions have changed because everything doesn't apply to Trump like it has historically. Mm-hmm. Case in point on this: when we think about Bill Clinton being impeached, do we think about him being acquitted? No, no, no one ever thinks. Well, well, Bill Clinton was acquitted. Right, right. But he was. Right, right. right? And and you know so I, I we were arguing with with somebody online, and you know impeachment came up and he said you know forever impeached and then he answered forever acquitted and and then I chimed in, do you think of Bill Clinton as being forever acquitted? Right. You know. So yeah. so hopefully, but but I do believe in the in the Trumpster world, they will use the word acquitted. Far more than in the Democratic world used with Clinton, because think, the Democrats knew he was still guilty. It just didn't raise to the, the level of removal. Republicans will still will lean more on Trump because of his acquittal during this next political uh, vote. Well, I don't think. Uh, or do you think, I think that the they House will stay will, as yes. far away as possible well, from the whole impeachment thing? If they can, right? I mean, it, it is somewhat toxic. Yeah, so... Um, you know. he did. did uh, I did not watch the State of the Union. And I know that I should for homework purposes, but I can't stand it. And I'll, I'll, I'll catch the highlights later. I didn't watch the State of the Union. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, I, I don't see how anyone could, right? I mean, it, 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 it just turns your stomach. And you know that what he's going to do. Now, the reason I asked, though, is because I hadn't heard that he did or didn't bring up impeachment. 
And his advisors were hoping, that, and the Republicans were hoping that he wasn't going to bring it up. And I hadn't heard that he did. So I'm assuming he actually kind of stayed somewhat on cue and didn't bring up Word was he made no mention of it. Right, right. Which is kind of amazing, right? Word was he was incredibly restrained and kept his eyes to the prompter. Um, yeah, right. And, and, and so uh, I'm, I'm a little surprised uh, by that, that he, again, you know, he, he didn't try and throw the acquittal in the faces of, uh, of the Democrats. Mm-hmm. Um, but the overall speech was still just a glorified campaign rally without the it, cult in front of him. That's the highlights I got was that it was a Trump rally. Yeah. Complete with the lock her up and the whole shot. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but you didn't watch it. No, I didn't watch uh, it. Yeah. I couldn't bring myself to watch him. Uh, right. And I heard the ratings were, were, were way, way down. Hmm. Like, like maybe the worst ever. For More a, people uh, probably voted the llama from the mass Singer off than watched that. <laughs> Who was Drew Carey, by the way? I did not get that. Yeah. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one one follow-up on the State of the Union. Did, did you hear about kind of this, this whole business about... Um, the scholarship that they were awarding to this young gal from Philadelphia? No. Okay, so they were talking about failing public schools because, you know, they're just also, you know, gung-ho on this charter idea. And so they had this girl on from Philadelphia who was from a failing school, and uh, Trump stepped up and said, uh, we're we're now providing you with a scholarship to go to any school of your choice in the Philadelphia area. And there was applause and everything. Come to find out, and I saw some of the clips, this poor girl, and she's in fourth grade, I want to say, she has this look of bewilderment about her, and so does her mother. They were invited through, you know, kind of a series of, of like going downhill, you know, uh, you know, Department of Education reaches out to Pennsylvania, reaches out to Philadelphia, reaches out to the school district, who is in need of a scholarship. You know what I mean? That's who we want. They, I'm assuming they probably requested somebody of minority. So anyway, so they get this, <laughs> they get this girl. And then afterwards, uh, uh, the next day, Betsy DeVos comes out and says that she's going to provide the scholarship personally, that she's going to fund this girl's education into a better uh, charter school in the Philadelphia area. She's already enrolled scholarship-free in one of the best charter schools in Philadelphia. (laughs) She's got a full-ride scholarship. (laughs) Well, that's a twist. (laughs) She, she, this is, this is just how bad the world of Trump is. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Last year, she was in another school. It was an okay school as well. There was nothing wrong with that school. Someone called up the principal and said they're looking for a student that might need a scholarship. And he he suggested her, not having any background information. He suggested her. That was last spring. So that's when they were working on this. In the meantime, 
she'd already enrolled with a, and, and she's in like this STEM school. Like it's called MAST, M-A-S-T or something, Philadelphia. It's really hard to get into. But she's really bright. She got the scholarship. So when they announced that they're giving her this scholarship during the State of the Union, her and her mom were like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And they didn't even know that they were going to have the cameras turned on. They never told them, we're going to give you a scholarship. And then they would have said, well, we don't need one. They weren't sitting next to Rush Limbaugh? So, That's disgusting. It's kind of like Monty Python when they're like, oh, we've already got one. Yeah, <laughs> I told them we already got <laughs> one. We already got one. <laughs> In search of the Holy Grail. <laughs> it would have been great if she would have shouted out, I already got one. I already got one. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I, I mean, just incredible ineptitude. And not watching it, you certainly got something out of the yeah. news I didn't get. Yeah, no, I've been so. following the story. It's, it, so you know, HuffPost ran it first, and then the Philadelphia Inquirer filled in all the details. Your so, stand-up desk makes you too productive. <laughs> Did she get the scholarship and then rip it up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody uh, did that. Somebody ripped up something. It's against the law, you know. To rip paper? I, I guess, or something. Some, oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, Matt Gates is trying to... Of course. Oh, oh the, 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 the same Matt Gates that yeah, the, the Florida Bar reported him to... to he'd been, has been reported. He's, he may lose his law license. The same Matt it. Gates who charged into a secure meeting room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same Matt Gates who has, like, you know, a couple of DUIs. Yep. And, oh, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but, of course, we're talking about Pelosi ripping up the speech. Mm-hmm. You know... I've been asked by even the the so-called Trumpsters, you know, about the ripping up the speech. I don't Who cares? care. Who cares? Who cares? Nobody's going to even think about it next year. Well, maybe I mean, next year they will. But. Pelosi knew what she was doing. It's political mm-hmm. theatrics. Yeah. And political theatrics have no longevity to them. You think the handshake snub was the same, political theatrics? Uh, no, I just think he's a uh, horrible person. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, and 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 didn't want to shake her hand, right? right I mean, right. I, I think that's. I thought a, I thought it was classy of her to offer mm-hmm. her hand. Yes. And, yes. and anybody that missed that point of it, um, you know, they're, they have a different point of view than I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've made the case. I said, you know, she's ripping up the speech, and he's ripping children away from their parents. T- tell me. What you should be more upset about. Right. You know? Right. And, and of course, any little nugget that they can hang on to, them being in the cult, uh, that makes it seem like Democrats are somehow evil, they will. Ripping up the president's speech, it's, you know, their hair's on fire over it. Well, as long as they get what they want, they'll keep them in power. Yeah. As long as they get their judges. Well, I, I mean, and that's what this proves. continue their attack on Roe v. Wade. Immigrants, yeah, you know. immigrants, walls that fall down in the wind, <laughs> <laughs> blow them over, and then in order, who'd have known? Who'd have known? Did you when you read that little clip? Yeah, did that, did that surprise you? That no, really, no, that did. It really surprised me. It's like if you're going to build it, at least build it sturdy enough to hold down a twenty mile an hour wind. And, and now you know what they have to do to get them to stand up. They got to put giant holes in them. <laughs> They're going to put huge flood zone holes in them in the bottom. Are they going to be giant glory holes? No. 
Bottoms up. Oh, I'll bottoms up to that. Because <laughs> mm. I don't think we've had that mention on, on a bottoms up before. Why we invite Well, I'm, I'm talking about Patriot. Uh, what are right. you talking about? I don't, I, I don't even, I've never heard that term. Oh. Show, show title? <laughs> it's up there. <laughs> it's up there. Trump wall, uh, glory hole. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think how it would work, right? But uh, we'll, we'll probably stick with uh, impeachment. But anyway, I, um, uh, well, I, you mentioned the wall. I was thinking about that. Now, now you got to get me back on track. I know it's so difficult. Uh, State of the union. Okay, so, oh, you did mention Rush. Oh, I threw that in there just because I didn't. Okay, know if so we were here's get my to that. here's my question, and it's a it's a serious question. Does this forever taint the Medal of Freedom? No. I disagree. I think everything he touches is tainted, including this. I, I don't want to believe that it does. For the future um, honorees of, of that award who are worthy, it should not taint it. It is not fair to them to say... You know, now that it's been awarded to Rush Limbaugh, then, you know, you are not as worthy as you would have been before. I feel like it's really unfair to bring this down because Trump has brought it down. Well, just, I, you just, know, I mean, maybe, uh, that, that's my problem. It may it. be unfair, but, but is it the truth? I, I don't want it to be the truth. I don't want people to look at that. I just want the, I want I want people to look at this as a one off, you know. Do people look at the Nobel Peace Prize differently because Obama won it, and he shouldn't have won it? And I, and I don't think he should have won no, it. No, I don't think he should have won it. And he doesn't think he should have won it. And he doesn't I think wear he... it around. Is <laughs> <laughs> his rush where he is around? <laughs> I mean, name name four other Medal of Freedom Award winners. Uh, name, name Well, Muhammad Ali, Mother Teresa, and, and these have come up because of this. So he's getting thrown into this group of you know right. really really right. prominent idealistic it, people that I mean, were doing him good for us. It probably Austin. does mean a lot to him and his ilk. It mean it probably does mean a lot, but out in the general public in Midwest America, nobody's going to care. It, it's it's something that Trump awarded a buddy of his that that got him to where he was. That's that's all. Well, but in, in that case, you're also kind of playing it down for, yeah, the people that won it in the past. I mean, we have these awards no. and honors as a way to respect things that people do of greatness. I mean, that's, you know, right, I, hate right. to, I hate to say great people because I don't, that's but not the way I, 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 think, I think about it. I think that people, previous recipients of the award um, wouldn't have acted any differently if they hadn't got it. It still would be in my eyes. Right, no, no people have an exceptional People value. aren't working on, people aren't doing things to to win the Nobel Peace Prize or, well, Not Trump. Not yet, anyway. Trump, I mean, Trump does. I yeah. mean, you know, he thinks he should have been, you know, time time of the man, time of the year over and over again yeah. and not the Nobel Peace Prize. And, you know, he oh, that's he, how narcissistic he is. He's actively working to get those kind of accolades. Is he working towards it or just think he deserves it? <laughs> okay, well, he, he tries to... He say things that put him in the way, right? He he's not working towards yeah. it, but positioning himself by, by saying things like, I deserve the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, that's <laughs> literally... 
I, I, is he going to award himself the Medal I, of Freedom? I am officially saying right now that I'm working towards getting a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> I deserve uh, it. I'm getting. I'm working towards the um, uh, Nobel Prize of Literature. Yeah, I've written some really awesome emails this week, and I'm I'm pretty deserving. I want to be the world's strongest man. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know what you, you win for that, but you know you can work towards that. I'll work towards it, it just it by be, saying it. Is it possible point. to get the the moderate award of the year? Can you? Can, can, Who do you have in can mind? Be a top moderate. Who do, who do you have in mind? Oh, that's my. You my, is that you are yeah, the my, top moderate? My goal is to be a moderate for the rest. I don't even know what that word means. I I think that's for a discussion offline. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're not a moderate. Yeah. You you might think you're a moderate because you think your positions are sound, and they are. But the rest of the world, right, right, yeah, right. the rest of the world wouldn't say they're moderate, moderate at all. May change depending on which point of view you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I anyway, I despise labels anyway, and which is such a cliche. Your labels, this beer label is pretty cool. So it is lefties, right? Is. Okay. Uh, now, after impeachment, it's retribution. It's retaliation. Retaliation. It's an actual, uh, uh, what's the word? What, what did Nixon? Blacklist. Like, yeah, should enemies the, list. Should the president ever have an enemies list? And, and, and right now, if I was to ask the Trumpsters if the president should, should have an enemies list, of U.S. citizens, they would say yes. Like, that's the corner they have backed themselves into, mm-hmm. you know? I, and, and my answer to that would be no. I, I don't care, who, you know, you know, should John Boehner have been on Barack Obama's enemy list? Absolutely not. Because that, 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 that makes the presumption, and in Trump's world, rightfully so, right, that you're going to do something to try and inhibit that person from doing their job or, you know, uh, try to hurt them in, in some way that goes beyond even just politics. And it's, uh, it's, it's the enabling that has happened in many ways through the impeachment process by the, by the Republican senators and to a certain extent the House, the House Republicans because they had his back, is now enabling him to even be more dictatorial than he mm-hmm. was before. Well, he's a Russian mobster. You know? He, he just has Russian mob-like tendencies, and he's and his cohorts have figured out a way to quasi-legally mm-hmm. implement those things. So from his point of view, an enemy's list makes perfect sense. It, it, it does. In his point of view, it his absolutely does. And, and and those Trumpsters, too. And and that's what I get most upset about, right? I mean, Trump is a person that I don't necessarily have to, to like as a person one way or another. And we could talk all about the politics. But really what's upsetting and, um, you know, uh, I, I, I still think back to, to what Sowerby kind of mentioned uh, on this, too, is how people's perceptions are changing as to these things mm-hmm. are now the new norm. Right. It's and, scary. And that really, really struck a chord with me. And the Trumpsters continue to do it. And this is now okay to have retaliation against people that 
didn't do anything wrong to have an enemies list to uh you know flaunt the the law and the democratic social norms that we have and get away with it so now you can even do worse and that is all what's happening here um by by uh the the, the trump cult part of my problem is how much of a division this continues to create as well you know when clinton was acquitted there he gave a, a speech where he apologized and right. it was a good speech there was none of this from trump it was just no it's spiked the football it's just simply hey my team won yep and you guys went against me you're gone for fabricated reasons too mm-hmm. there is no rebuilding of the the, the of the country at all You're right and right. this is this time that he could be taking to be like he could be the bigger person. Well, okay. No, he, he could. No, he could not. It's not in his makeup. So I know it's somebody not. else could, but but we wouldn't be there with somebody else. So, um, you know, where, where you you're, where you were going with that was just so phantasmical. I couldn't like it's, you know, he's never going to be the bigger person. But he could never. I, no, I don't think he could. There's a how much percent chance he would have. <laughs> Zero. Point zero zero one. There, there, there we are. There, there we are. <laughs> so still okay. Yeah, okay. In that case, and you're still saying could, and yes. I'm still going. It's it's just yes. a zero. Add as many decimals to that zero as you want, but um, did you, did you see the reasons for Vinman at least why he was fired? Uh, well, all I heard was insubordination. Yeah, insubordination, rule breaker, everything except for he testified against Trump. I mean. Did you know he had a twin brother? Yeah. Who also got canned, right? They walked yeah, out too. I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. So the position he was in. Yeah. They just wanted to make sure that, you know, they weren't switching places, yeah. I guess, you know. <laughs> Parent trap. Uh, <laughs> but, um, well, because it's always about plausible deniability, mm-hmm. right? He's getting fired for insubordination, not because he was, you know, vindictive or whatever. You know, he was going to quit anyway. Um, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, at the, supposedly at the end of the month, he was going to be leaving anyway. Um, so this was a simple matter of, you can't quit, I'm firing you. <laughs> I got fired from a job on the 13th day of my 14-day notice. <laughs> <laughs> a story for another time. Okay. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, do you know what that was? Uh, I don't remember, but I'm sure I heard the Parkview. story. Parkview Hills. Oh, yes. Parkview. Okay. Um, before we digress. Um, yeah, so I had not heard that, that he was on his way out the door. Uh, anyway, I hadn't heard what the reasons are for Sunland. Uh, but, again, they don't so need to give a reason. President. Right, right, right. Right. Uh, but but it, it's, it, it's good if you have a reason, yeah. you know. You know, they never had a reason for Yanovich. The, the the ambassador, especially Gordon, gets. I mean, Gordon is so fucking happy right now. He is thrilled. <laughs> it only cost to, him a million dollars yeah. to get out of yeah, that. Yeah, that's exactly right. And he and he got to float around Europe as like this big dog, right? Yeah. Everywhere he wanted to go, he was yeah. living large. Uh, it was a good gig while he had it. Yeah, Books and now he's coming. like, uh, you know, I'm really, you know, you know. 
Because you, you think about his personality and the way Trump is, I don't see those two, right? Where I mean, do these deposed public servants go on the political spectrum? Where Where, where is Comey at politically? He'll end up in some lobbyist firm on K Street. No, no. I mean, which side of the fence is he on? There's a, arguably, there's a large fence between the, the Democrats and the Republicans. With holes in it. It's blowing over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, what do you mean? Like, like okay, they're, they're avowed public servants. I would think that, like in some cases, I've heard that public servants even um, take the drastic step of not even voting. They become so nonpartisan. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I do, do you do you? Where, where do they land? Where, where you know? I just think they land in some sort of lobbyist job because citizen, they have and go and make their vote and that's it. Yeah. What what we? I mean, would you go to the Iowa? I'll I'll finishing your sentence. They have connections. They have connections. So, so they get a lobbyist job. You know? Yeah. If they're I, an I, Iowa resident. Do they show up at the caucuses and all of a sudden you oof. know they're voting. <laughs> Uh, probably. Segway. Yeah, if everybody yeah. caucused. Yeah. If everybody caucused, we'd always know who's voting. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> Except for we don't know now. That's the problem. When you caucus, you don't know which side you're on because they can't figure that out. Yeah, and I don't think it's a Democrat problem. I think it's just a problem with that system. Well, people forget. Okay, everyone wants to rip on the Democrats about the Iowa caucus. But 2012 with the Republicans, yeah. they kept announcing different winners. Yeah, 28. Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Uh, well, Obama won, but was it stretched out? There was. There was. Yeah. There was. Uh, I don't remember that one. Yeah. I mean, the, the caucus system has to just go away. I, 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 I don't get the 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 larger benefit over a primary in a democratic system where the majority votes are supposed to announce the winner. Anything else than that is is unnecessarily complicating the matter. It's so well, complicated. I, mean, I, I, I was so, watching it live on like CBS or something, and just watching the process was like, this is archaic. I, this I've is been, madness. I've been, I've been following politics very closely now since, say, probably 2008, maybe even before that, when I go back to uh, uh, when Clinton was first elected and the world was supposed to come to an end because of that. <laughs> well, At that point in time, I, so in... 20 years, whatever it is, 30 years of following politics, I still could not explain to someone the process of an Iowa caucus. No, it's, and, and apparently Iowa doesn't know their own process either. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all, all I know is, you know, if you can convince a neighbor with cookies to come to your, your, your side and, and win a vote, that may be not the most intelligent way to pick a presidential candidate, or any candidate for that matter. Now, I do think... That the the reaction has been an overreaction or was an overreaction to the DNC's inability to get the results out. Well, I mean, I know I know that part of this 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 kerfuffle, if you want to call it that, um, kafefe. Yeah, kafefe. It was because they reformed the caucus, and in the past you could line up with your group. And change your mind. But if you lined up with a group that was viable, you were frozen. I, uh, in this, this, this I don't round. know. I, I don't know. You're, you're, like I said, all this stuff just seems Greek to me. Right. You know? I, so. I, what I do know is that the new app that they were using was supposed to be able to report this movement. 
So, mm-hmm. like, so-and-so had more votes initially, but then they were swayed over to this, and it was going to capture that. Where in, the, in, in previous caucuses, that movement of who was getting more at the beginning and ended up with less at the end was not available. You just got the end results. Um, but, you know, they, you know, this is where the well, DNC... Well, there was other issues, too. You know, like calling, calling in the numbers... So you had the, um, you know, there's been more than a couple reports yeah. saying that Trumpsters the Republicans in, yeah. funded Trumpsters to call in. How they got the number is right. another thing. But, um, you know, the whole system is so full of holes that they almost deserved it. Yeah. But as, as I was saying, I am not a two-year-old. I do not have to live in a world of instant gratification. And the fact right. that I didn't but that's know what they were looking at, but yeah. that's what the media wants, yeah. right? I mean, the, the media conditions to, conditions us, so there is a pro, a slower process in getting the results out. The candidates when, wanted it too. The candidates moving off to New Hampshire without a clear win was certainly a blow to. It more took than longer one of the than it should have. You know, the the losers were the winners. Just go about your campaign. You know, put yeah. your message out there. Yeah. Go visit yeah. people. It's, it's kind of what they did. Shake put hands. Your victory yeah. Pete and Bernie sure. just made victory speeches at like and they were right. 10 p.m. And they were right. And went they, to New Hampshire. They both won. <laughs> they both won. They both won. How, how, how mo- what could be more appropriate from the Democratic side than participation trophies for everybody? <laughs> <laughs> but we had. No, no losers at we, this year's we, caucuses. Everyone gets a participation trophy. That's we had a moderate winner. We had a... a, a, a an ex- more extreme winner. I mean, that who didn't expect that that was going to happen no matter what. Uh, well, Nobs and I expected it right on right on the money. Mm. You expected Pete. Uh, don't no, go with that. No. Su- don't go with that Elizabeth Warren thing. <laughs> I have <laughs> proof that you picked Warren. So so if I ignore evidence, uh, like the night before. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. I picked Buttigieg months and months ago, mm-hmm. like like. November probably time frame. I said, but I said Buttigieg is going to win Iowa. Warren, but more than likely Bernie is going to win New Hampshire. Biden will win South Carolina, and then I don't know what's going to happen in Nevada. And, I don't think it's and a given else. that Biden will win South Carolina. That's that's what I was saying. I, I I think that metric has changed in the last two weeks, and I don't think I'm I, if I that, if, if I still that, had to place a bet, I'm still saying he's going to win. If I had to place a bet today, I'm still going to put that coin on Biden. Here's the other thing, like we keep saying, Biden's going to win South Carolina. When's the last Democrat that won South South Carolina? They don't, of course. They don't. Okay. So why 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 aren't we focusing on the candidates that can win Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Florida? Because I would bet you that those in Michigan, the the person that has won South Carolina has won Michigan. You think the person who wins South Carolina is going to win Michigan? In, mo- in the past, I would bet you in the in the if you look at the primary race of South Carolina. For the Democrats, yeah. Then who? I mean, wins, he's who, just going for who wins Michigan at that point. You know, um, he's he's ac- actually. I thought there was an interesting clip clip on Meet the Press this morning. They did this little highlight reel. No, no, of, no. Hold on. I, I see. Another, <laughs> no, because Bernie Bernie won Michigan yeah. and didn't win South Carolina. What what I'm saying uh, is, let me not let me not make the comparison. What I'm saying is, the success of Michigan going Democratic. 
relies very heavily on minority vote. You need good turnout from Wayne County, big time. You 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 have to have southeastern Michigan. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think turnout was pretty good for Oakland and Macomb counties, but it was it, it was way down for Wayne, and that's why Trump won Michigan because the Obama coalition did not support Hillary the way that they supported Obama. And I believe that it's going to take that that candidate that uh, appeals to the minority voters in South Carolina to energize the base in those other states like Wisconsin, like Pennsylvania, and like Michigan. Um, to now, there's other ways to get there, but that's that's what what I was I was trying to get at is yeah, certainly not the person that wins a Democratic primary but that person's in order to win maybe if i put it this way if a democratic president has won the um uh has well let's see if they've won the nomination if the democratic candidate has won the nomination did they win carolina Hmm. and if and, and if that person was president did they win because you, know, you could have a Democratic person not win the nomination, not win the presidency, and then maybe they didn't win win South Carolina. Did Clinton win South Carolina? I'm sure he did. She. Oh, yeah, of course she did. Yeah. Yeah. But she didn't win the presidency, and she didn't energize the Obama coalition. I don't know. I don't know. There's some things that are just kind of you know, BSing. Right. That I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> We've gone down a dead end hole here. <laughs> Let's get out of the box canyon somehow. <laughs> All right, uh, but you think it, it, it could change? If Biden's not certainly not a lock at this point in time. Well, you know, and he could finish fourth or fifth, right, in in New Hampshire. I've come to the, oh yeah, I've come to a conclusion recently that tells me that we really need to focus more on who can bring more vote voters to our side and not turn away. So I, I'm really looking at a candidate for president that can hold the base and expand the base. Well, that's... I mean, see, so I, Pete Buttigieg is is my candidate of record at this moment. I don't know that he expands the, problem the base. problem is, I don't know if he expands the base. I don't think he does. I, 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 he's, he's, it's, an, it's a big ask that he's asking. He's asking for uh, uh, a map change uh, of the delegates. Actually, as the candidate, he probably, in, in many ways, worries me more than other candidates. I mean, the way we're going to beat Trump is we're either going to re-energize the Obama coalition, which relies heavily on huge African American turnout, mm-hmm. or there's the Bernie method which I'm going to take votes away from Trump. In Michigan, Bernie can take votes away from the Trumpsters. He would have done it. I worry about that, too. I, 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 you know, Trump keeps talking about how that's who they want to run against because this whole socialist thing. 
people get that now. Like you can label him socialist all you want. People really, and anyone his, with with, with people, half a brain kind of understands what they mean by his version of socialism. I mean, let's be serious. He's not talking about privatization of all. His I mean, people I mean, have I mean, less than half a brain. Who burns people? No. Oh, oh <laughs> it's like hold up a minute. <laughs> Bernie supporter. I, I'm increasingly intrigued by Mike Bloomberg. No, I I, I agree with that. I, I don't understand that he's, that he's a billionaire. I understand that he's self-funded. That may actually be a good thing. I don't think it, it does. It, it doesn't play into my calculation. It, it it takes Citizens United out of the the equation. I I'm intrigued and and will, willing to listen to what he has to say going down the road. And Andrew Yang is a great candidate. The Yang gang, you know. Be careful. I'm thinking that um, there needs to be a little bit more executive. I don't know about that. I I mean, I I would like to see a little bit more civil servant than that. Yeah, I I mean, he's he he kind of treats it more like a you know a Silicon Valley startup. We, do we have a Yang Gang member in in the crowd? Um, honorary, honorary. Yeah. All right, but yeah. you're first, Bernie. Yeah, Bernie yeah. first. Yeah, Bernie bro. Uh, Yang is the person that if I was starting a government from scratch, like if there was like an island that I just inherited, I was creating my own government out of it. I'd be like, mm-hmm. hey, Andrew Yang, come on over and help me. Yeah, yeah, okay. But it, his ideas are so. Such a radical shift from what we have currently that it would take a lot to well, implement. See, I, I can I can easily separate the radicalness of an uh, of a candidate from what's really going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you know, he he talks about minimum basic incomes. Yep. Okay, he, he can't do that with the stroke of a pen. Right. It's that's not going to happen he without won't Congress. Do that. That won't happen. Correct. That so is, that is just a right. Any 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 time candidates talk about Medicare for all, un, 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 until we switch over Congress, we just not have to happen. We just have to build on the ACA as best we can, and start passing laws that fortify uh, them against uh, rogue right wing courts. Mm-hmm. Just so, go to amyklobuchar.com. And you'll probably get exactly what you are going to get. A- Amy Klobuchar is, is who I put in our straw poll. And, um, you know, I would have liked to have seen her do a little bit better in Iowa to say that I think she's, uh, you know, uh, still a viable candidate. She's good in the debate. Um, people said that Bernie won the debate. Really? Yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm hearing that, that he stayed on message. He didn't fight with people. He put his ideas out there. I mean, listen to Fox News way too much. No, 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 no. Did Fox News even recognize that there was a debate? I don't know. I, I don't know. Why don't you watch? Isn't that your your news channel? I used to watch it. I don't watch it anymore. <laughs> I'll switch over every once in a while. What are they talking about? You know what I mean? Like, like you know, you know. I go find Lou Dobbs for, you, for you a know, laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Trump is making a mockery out of the national anthem. Let's go see what they're talking about. Right. Of course, they're not talking about that. You guys saw that video, though, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, I what? heard about it. No. So the national anthem is playing 
for the Super Bowl, and he's at his party, and he's oh, doing like yeah. the band he's, conductor yeah, thing, I did and then see he's that. pointing at people, and he's making a joke, and he's like, and everyone else is just standing there except for Melania's got her hand over the wrong side <laughs> there, but everyone else is standing at attention, and he's acting like a buffoon. He's on drugs, mm, probably. I tell you. Okay, uh, shall we get to the next brew? Sure. We've gone on long enough. Yay. All right, Blotto, so I had the first one. I think this one is yours. What you got for us? All right, I got one that I thought we had done in the past, but apparently we had not as I reviewed our reviews. Uh, The Shorts Bel Air Brown. Uh, It's kind of a staple around here for brown ales, right? Every place sells it. I bet you they have quite a bit of national distribution outside of Michigan. That's probably why we didn't get it, just because it is so popular maybe. Um, or maybe why you thought we did. But then I'm thinking to myself, you know, we have an audience out there that's like, when are they going to do Bel Air Brown? Have you been getting um, a lot of those tweets? Uh, <laughs> At Potoms yeah. Up, review Bel, Bel Air Brown. Um, and I'm, I, I, you also agree. You don't think we've done it, but you've seen it, right? I mean, oh yeah, it's I all mean, over the place. Yeah, I mean, like, but you've seen or we've talked about it or something. I, I don't know. All right, first impression, it's brown. Okay, so they didn't lie about the color. Second impression, it's an ale. Third impression, I'm always disappointed by shorts. It certainly doesn't have the same level of bouquet as the last beer. Um. But there's a nuttiness to it. So you've had this before, though. Yes, sure. Yeah, yeah. it's I've okay. Had before. Yeah, I, you know, knowing that I've had this beer before and how I feel about it, when you said it's okay, I was almost kind of predetermined that it might go in the meh category. It's missing coffee. Um, <laughs> actually, I. Th- I, I there's, there's a little there, in there. There's a there's some notes of coffee yeah, in yeah, there. Absolutely, little, little there is coffee in there. Um, the label doesn't give you a lot, um, so it doesn't really tell you what you're supposed to be. Is that a tasting. church? It is. Oops, sorry. It is seven. Um, is that a building in uh, Grand Elk Rapids? Rapids? Elk Rapids might be. Huh? Anyway, it's the Hilldale Valley Clock Tower is what that is. Really? No. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, it's a, it's a 7.0, and it's going to be low on the IBUs, uh, so it doesn't. That's why it's not listed as a brown ale. Um, uh, but make a minka pot of chili. Oh, well, you could cook with this beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. It's such a dramatic difference between the last beer that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of got to readjust. Um, More no- seasonal. Knobs? Uh, I like it. Yeah. It's, it's for me. I've had it before, and whenever I see it in the store, it always kind of stands out to me as I know it's something that I like and enjoy. That's it. why I, I couldn't believe that we hadn't done it yet. That's it's, exactly it's why. It's a solid brown ale. Yeah. That's exactly what I would expect from it. Um, yeah, there might be a little bit of coffee in it, like Lefty was saying, but it's now overpowering. I would like to see this beer offered more often on tap. Yeah, I get it on tap, for um, sure. I, I, the places that I go, it doesn't ever seem to be there. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm sure they sell quite a few kegs. 
Lefty? Yeah, I, I like it. I, it it it's kind of a meh brown ale. It isn't But they hit it. They they hit it okay. And yeah. and you know, um one of the reasons for being a guest at Pottoms Up is you get free beer. Um so You're supposed to bring <laughs> the free beer. <laughs> and have and have mm-hmm. this time this time You have, you have yeah. Um so would I order it? Uh, off of a menu, I would blip right by this as fast as possible. Hmm. You're on something else. A little else. more adventurous when I'm at a tap room than this. I don't know if this is helpful in the review, but I'm trying to get more out of its aroma than I am out of tasting it. You're trying to, or you? Yeah. Are? So, like, it's it's very much a brown ale. You know, it's got a decent maltiness to it. Uh, but there are no real, um, f- no 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 focus on a flavor, whether it be a coconut or a chocolate mm-hmm. or a, or a coffee, right? I mean, that's it's just a basic brown ale. I would but, say it's balanced. But I do get all kinds of things in 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 the aroma that are really nice. Uh-huh. There's a there's a funk to it. You know, I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> no, there's a funk to it. You smell it. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I I'm, I'm gonna. Certainly end up for me on this beer. Yeah, it's not a strong yeah. for me, but it's a for me because I, I've I've had it be before, yeah. and um, uh, I don't know exactly what the 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 biggest differences are between amber ales and brown ales. You know, sometimes brown ales can be a bit more bitter than your amber, but this isn't that way. You know, like a Newcastle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was I was definitely comparing this to Newcastle. I, I like this far more than Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll have Newcastle's almost as like, is that my best option? Right, right. You know, because they might go to a bar and they have like Heineken, Pabst, Bud Light, and then for whatever reason, Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Newcastle like, comes uh, with Heineken, but... Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll take the Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying to think of when I would drink this. Um, I wouldn't drink it after a golf match. <laughs> I wouldn't drink it... Watching a football game, I, I wouldn't. Would, I would drink this beer watching football. I wouldn't drink this dockside. I wouldn't drink this at the beach. Okay, I might start, drink it at, at a campground. It's starting to sound like Doctor Seuss. <laughs> yeah, it's like the same thing. I like, might drink. How can this, we rhyme this? Just sitting around, <laughs> campfire, bullcrapping about politics or something like that. You know. Oh, so we should have brought this beer uh, out first. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. The, no, I think the campfire. Fall, yeah. fall yeah. campfire yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, True. it is. It, you you could say it's an evening beer, but I definitely could see it as a Sunday football. Yeah. Hey, speaking of football, did either of you catch any of the new XFL? No. I, I I happened to watch about on and off maybe thirty minutes of the inaugural game this uh, this. How year. did Tim Tebow do? I didn't watch Tim Tebow. I just I was just throwing that out there. I thought it was funny. Is he he's an odd XFL? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think he's I think he's backup to Doug Flutie. Oh, uh, Johnny Menzel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it, it, it's interesting when when uh, you know with American football startups. The last one didn't even make it through a full season. Right. He, what was that called? The hey. goal was to merge with the XFL. And they couldn't. Fair. They couldn't get to that. I mean, it was like, 
Come on, don't these billionaires even have enough money or, you know, the balls to float this thing? Plan this out a little bit better. Like, what did they expect to happen? Yeah. Uh, so that was the AAF that died last year. And, yes, yep. they were hoping to make it to the XFL. The XFL came on yesterday. Uh, it's it's football. You know, it's, it, it, will they get some, some top... Uh, College prospects, they will. You know, the USFL did that. The USFL went and spent money. And and then they existed for a couple of years. Hmm. We'll but, see what happens. Yeah. It, it, it's far but, less but cultural than, than we were going to talk about. Uh, right, no, that's not what we were going to talk about. You brought up an interesting uh, topic on the way over here. Just an off-the-cuff one. Lefty. Yeah, but I thought it was I thought it was far more cultural than I probably was giving it credit for until I kind of thought about it a little bit, right? Until I started realizing that I'm also part of that culture in one respect. Um, not not so much uh, because I wear AirPods and I use Apple products, but when I wear headphones. Um, and I don't know if there's a really big difference between those that wear earphones, not headphones. Okay, there's a distinction. Mm-hmm. Headphones being the big cups, earphones right. being the. Well, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about AirPods. AirPod etiquette. But like I said, I don't know if it really matters between wearing between AirPod etiquette and earphone etiquette. Earphone but, etiquette. That's true. That's what I, I was. That's what I was getting. There, that was okay. because I think AirPods sold like eighty million of but them Air, last but year. But AirPods. Are so identifiable nowadays. They are. I mean, you see so many people wearing yeah. them. Yeah. And you're you're right. The etiquette is how, how do you know when they're on? How do you know when people are listening to music? Because in the earphone world, if people have them in, they're listening to something. They generally aren't. It seems like it would be uncomfortable to have them in. And not. Well, there'd be no point in it. They're on a cable. Put them in, you know. So, But I think AirPod users have them in their ears because they might get a call. Oh, I never thought of that. Like like the Bluetooth thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're sort of the Bluetooth thing. So do do people... I would never think of answering my phone with my AirPods in. Do you have AirPods? Yes. Do you use them? Yes. So... And I don't have an Apple phone. So you hook them up Bluetooth to whatever. I just Bluetooth them to my phone. Okay, so if your phone rings, do you switch to how? How do you manage it? If you don't, okay. if you don't have them all the time. Okay, so this may come as a surprise to some people, but if I don't know your number and you're calling me, I ain't answering. That's like everybody. That's everybody. <laughs> That's fair. Leave so, a voicemail. So leave a voicemail. Text yeah. me. Do some other thing that allows me Set to find that out aside. who you are. Set that aside. But. So, needless to say, and my wife can back this up if she listens to this, I do not answer my phone. <laughs> I, I'm, my phone is not with me all the time. So what do you use AirPods for? Music? Just, yeah, listening to you guys. Or podcasts. Or podcasts. That's the correct answer. Bottoms yeah. up. Pop, yeah. Bottoms yeah, up. Yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And, uh, you know, listening to the impeachment trial. I could work all day. And listen to and my AirPods all while I'm working. I could even answer the phone and talk to somebody on the other ear and still mm. be listening. So you're on that side then. 
Yeah, I'm that guy. Yeah, I'm that okay. guy. But not in front of people. Not in front of people. Okay, so you're making me think about something that also okay. did not occur. How many people are listening to things with AirPods or earphones that isn't music or a phone call? Is it? I mean, sure, we want a lot of people to listen to podcasts, but, you, yeah. you know, I... Yeah. I don't. I mean, if I if I listen to podcasts, I'm generally in my car, sometimes in the living room. But uh, I can't say. I'm trying to think if I've ever listened to one with earphones on. I must have sometimes. I walk the dog and listen to them. Yeah, when I go for walks, sometimes or, I will listen to. Occasionally, I listen to music too. But see, yeah. it's, it's a music thing. Mostly, it's news I'm listening to. So okay, so if a phone call comes in and you do want to answer it. You don't switch it over to I, AirPod. You just answer. Don't it. even know how to do it. Okay. Don't even know how to do it. I'll pop those AirPods out, put them in my pocket, and answer the phone normal. I see. Hmm. Yeah. Now, so what, how, how do you manage any kind of earphone or nothing? Do you do your earphone? I don't have wireless earphones or earbuds or anything. They're wired, USB C. So if I got a phone call, uh, I'm just unplugging and answering. Do you have a microphone on the on your set? One set I do, another set I do not. Mm-hmm. What do you listen to most of the time when you have earphones on? Fox News. <laughs> That's the right answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, uh, usually music. Okay, music or something. So back to the podcast. etiquette. Tar. Back back to etiquette is so when you see people and where I see most people wearing. AirPods, because there is a difference between people walking around with, in my opinion, earphones in and AirPods. Yeah, it's the same thing with those horse collars that people wear, too. Yeah, kind of, because they're Bluetooth as well. They're Bluetooth as well. But when I see people in the airport, which is where I, I see most of the people that I that, that I visually see wearing AirPods as airport, airports, it's getting more complicated. <clears throat> if, I'm assuming they're wearing them. Because they don't want to put them in their pockets. Like, I, I don't make the assumption that they're actually listening to something. Why wouldn't they put them in their pockets, though? Yeah, I don't know if I'd even. Because it's a that. thing to have them hanging from your ears. So they can get lost in an airport? So they. No, well, wait, to wait, show wait. people you have them and you're hanging it's from their ears. a status symbol? It kind of is. Well, God, now, fuck now, I think culture. now it's a status symbol because you have AirPods and you have AirPods Pro. So if you have a short stem, you're like in a different but crowd than us long stemmers. When 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 uh, when they first came out, they were kind of a dud. Yeah. And and Apple was really you know under a lot of fire well, on their new phones. Issues. Well, they also took away the 3.5 jack port from their phones, and they wanted people to use adapters if you wanted to use wired earphones. And then people didn't like the AirPod thing. But then about like six months to a year ago, everyone started wearing them again. Like, oh, like, like, just like this phenomenon that just blew up, and and people started buying them. And now it's cool to have these two white things hanging from your ears, and you know, you know a- Apple's all happy about it uh, again. And it's, it's like their number one selling item. I talked to a seventh grader, and I asked her politely. And not creepy in a creepy way, if she ever lost one. And when she told me that that has never been a thing, that was when I became a convert. 
I wouldn't wear them on an airplane if they fell out and you're latched into some seat. You're never going to find that thing. So that's I would definitely not do that. But um, I, I thought that the AirPod had its place in my tech toolbox. I use wired head, headphones or earphones primarily. Yeah, so do I. Primarily. But there are times, and at work, it has been the coolest thing. I can wear one, and I can do other things, and I can talk to other people. Now, when I'm talking to people that aren't my coworkers, they're not in my ears. So when you're talking with customers, when I'm talking with customers, when I'm talking that 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 etiquette, that that's where I draw the line. Um, and I don't think that if a customer was talking to me, if he was wearing those, it wouldn't change my opinion about how this conversation was going to take place unless there was feedback from him or her that told me that they weren't paying attention. Like to the me. one finger up or something, right? right one one minute, finger you know? or a glance away or something like that. I'm not going to make the assumption that they're listening to anything. If they're coming in to my space and they are, are asking me questions or... Um, Otherwise, conducting business. Like, I'm trying to think in my business, if I'm sitting across the desk from from a buyer. Yeah. And he's, got, and he's got these things dangling from his earlobes. Yeah. And then I'm giving him my sales spiel. And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh. And then, like, you know, hits incoming call. And I, I would be completely annoyed by that. Yeah. Would, like, you, leave, would you want to leave the room? Uh, that I, I would. Has it happened? No. I would let him make that decision, but I'm going to back that up a little bit further. I would be annoyed if I sat down with a guy to have a business meeting and he's got them in his ear. Yeah. Even yeah. if he says they're not on. Yeah. Like, but I got to believe this goes on. Like, I'll bet you in some offices, in some places, there are people walking into the conference room for a weekly meeting and they got them avoiding in Avoiding a conversation. And it's like you're either in this meeting or somewhere else, mm -hmm. right? So that's that etiquette that we're, yeah. we're talking yeah. about. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I, I think about in the airport, kind of in your customer service yeah, situation. When customers, when, I, when I'm, I'm in the room with customers, they're in my room. When you're in a room with customers, you're in their room. Uh, right. But, but think about like, you know, you're the, the counter at the fast food place at the airport. And the person walks up and they have the AirPods. Exactly. In. And she's like, can I take your order? And, you know, you know unless he, those he's, are he's clearly... like looking at her and you don't know whether he's listening. See, that's my point. With AirPods, that's where I go back. No, wait. Are you saying that the the the, the person behind the counter? The has customer. Them? The person behind right. the counter isn't going to wear them. That's not going to be allowed at McDonald's. No, that's going to be allowed. Right. Yeah, yeah. Chick-fil-A's not going to allow that. No. <laughs> We don't go to Chick-fil-A. My, my new favorite chicken sandwich. Oh, get out of here. But anyway, but that's where I go back to what I was saying earlier. When people are wearing wired earphones, I believe you make the assumption that they're listening to something. Wired. Wired. If you're bothering to put in the wired earphones, wired. You're, you, you're, you're probably in all likelihood listening to music, maybe a podcast, right? Right, right, right. But with the AirPods, you cannot tell. 
No. You, you, I don't make the assumption that the guy walking around with AirPods is actually listening to anything. It, it's in anticipation <laughs> that something might happen, that he might listen. He might so decide. So the customer to comes to up to the counter and orders a sandwich or whatever, and he's got the AirPods in. Does, does that is that? I mean, obviously, the person that is working there is trained to take the order no matter what. But does it dehumanize that 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 interaction? He calls himself a moderate. <laughs> He's such a flaming liberal. <laughs> you're, no, you're, you're right. It, it, it could. I mean, is there a, a, a respect thing about it? Right. 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 Even if the guy's right. not yes. or the gal is not listening to I, anything I, at all. I know people in my business that will not talk to someone who has any form of headphone around their ears when they walk into our establishments. I mean, I'll feel bad when I'm t- on the phone. So I might be walking through the grocery store and I'm on the phone Can't and then I'm ready it. to check out and I'm still involved in something. Do I continue to roam around the store right, right, or do I go or do I apologize and say, hey, you know, I know this kind of sucks. I feel that at least acknowledging the fact that I'm being rude, hoping to get a pass. <laughs> Standing um, at a stoplight. You know, waiting for the walk symbol. Do you keep on with your conversation? You know, just talking in public in general is, is, is with people around you that can hear you. To me, I just hate it. I now, need to go in another room. I, I can't say that I'm... I, I try to be better at this, but uh, I'm going to take your dehumanization comment to heart. Mm-hmm. I listen to music... Uh, pretty much on every flight that I'm on, I have my earphones in. I want, wired, wired. Yeah, yeah. I want to believe that when the flight attendants come down with the food cart, I can handle the conversation without stopping my music. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's rude. And 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 lately, like in the last year, I would say, I'm I'm doing like I'm I'm pulling one out. The one that goes to that side, you know what I mean? I'm pulling one out, and I'm, you know, going that way well, with it. At least you're making a sign, um, uh, right? And oftentimes I could handle the conversation, but again, there's that rudeness factor, right? Yeah. But that that's kind of my AirPod kind of, you know, scenario. Yeah, yeah. No, that's your your because the AirPod guy doesn't take them out. <laughs> No, he, he just he just taps. Or he might turn them off. Siri or whatever he does. No, 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 no. He or she, they might turn them off. They might turn yeah. them off. But you yeah. don't know that, right? Right. But they, you know, and you can turn them off. Like with me, I've got to reach for the device that I'm listening to, hit a button, tap a button, hit a thing, turn them off. I still use iPods, so all of that has to happen, right? When it's just easier for me to yank them out and then mm-hmm. have the conversation. I'm sure as a flight attendant. If you ask them what what are the top ten things that annoy them, I would I would imagine people listening with their earphones in while they're trying to take their order is one of them. High on the list. The next time you fly, you should ask an air a flight attendant if you can interview her or him. <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, it's it's about fifty fifty nowadays. Yeah. We'll see if you don't get slapped, but. <laughs> Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that should be edited out. <laughs> uh, 
Right. No. Uh, you know, I do know a flight attendant. Oh. <laughs> Lo and behold. We what have, is his name? <laughs> uh, Linda? Potter <laughs> <laughs> uh, will love that. It would it would it would be interesting to that like like would that be a good guest right to talk about you know really what what bugs the the, the, the flight of, you know travel etiquette airplane etiquette and what really pisses them off. But I, mean, I would when imagine you're sitting in the executive lounge and all the pilots and the flight attendants are sitting around you having a drink before you get on the plane. You can... <laughs> I don't sit in the executive lounge. <laughs> um. So you got a problem with them, nuts? Yeah, I do. I have a pretty big problem with them. Because uh, they don't fit right? I think it's just incredibly rude to have them in during any sort of conversation. Any kind of interaction? Yes. Like, you might not have a conversation, Yeah, right? any interaction. So, interaction so like if I was the on flight a, attendant, the If I was on a plane and I had my earbuds in and the flight attendant was coming up to me, when they're at the seat in front of me, you take I'm them pausing out. my music, I'm taking them out, and I'm getting ready for them. Because yeah. you're respecting that yeah, they have... Uh, uh, yeah. I'm with you. They want to just go through and get done. I yeah. want to get this interaction yeah. done with them. They don't want to have to say, repeat what they're yeah. saying over and over again because somebody can't hear. So the only time I really use my earbuds, headphones, whatever you want to call them, is if I'm at work and I'm just working on a project or something where I think I'm going to have a little bit of time to myself, I'll pop them in and start working on it. But almost guaranteed I'm going to get interrupted by someone coming to my office or calling me. So I'm pausing them. I'm taking them out. Do we ever see anybody driving with them in? I'm, I have I think several do. friends that do that, yes. Yeah. They Because it seems like it's dangerous. Very dangerous. It's, it's against the law in most states yes. to drive with yeah. headphones on. Headphones in. Earphones, headphones. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it seems like it would be dangerous. I have a friend who will watch a full-on so, TV show so I, I have with a prop up on his dashboard. It's not quite etiquette, but it's kind of like typical kid workaround. So one of the one of the articles I read a couple weeks ago about this AirPod thing is that the kids in schools may potentially be having a trade with the wireless iPods. So you and I both have iPods. Mm-hmm. I give you my left. You give me your left. And they're mashing music. We use text to speech apps on our phone, and during class. I can text you something, and you will hear it. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so an interesting little um, etiquette in school, at the school level. Now, I haven't talked to any of my school-age friends t- to let, let me know if this is actually happening or not. And I think my school-aged child probably would not even recognize that it's even going on. Yeah. I, I doubt I'd get two words out of him. But... <laughs> But but I can I could see and he's a loyal listener so uh, he's going to hear this. <laughs> but I can I can see how that 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 would work. It's pretty cool actually. Yeah, it's kind of like one of those like workarounds, new tech workarounds. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't. I I think there's one aspect, and we used to talk about this a lot in a previous job where I used to work on earphones as part of my job, product management, was. The three of us, we don't live in a commuter environment. Right. And, and, and so many people that are listening to AirPods 
earbuds or whatever. 80 million bought AirPods last year. Are part of that urban commuter environment. You know, I think in large part that's where uh, a big uh, section of the podcast listening community is mm-hmm. in in that commuter environment. That that I don't know if you've seen that commercial, that Audible commercial, where the gal puts in her headset and she listens to Audible while she's commuting to work. Oh, and then goes back home. <laughs> <laughs> And, and and I know that people will put them on on the bus. So do, do you know the commercial uh, knobs? No, I don't know. So that. she so so she's like I'm wake up in the morning. So I'm off to work, and the husband's like you know making breakfast or the boyfriend whatever's making breakfast. Then all of a sudden she gets in the car, goes around, does this bus tra- mass transit? Yeah, yeah. And then walks back in, and he says, "I noticed you've been doing a lot more commuting since you've moved home." <laughs> Since you've, since, since you've, you're, you're, you're working out of the house. You're, working out of the you're house. doing a lot more commuting since you're working out, since you're working out of the house, and it's all because she wants to listen to audiobooks. <laughs> nice. I, I I work out of the house. I could do that. I could get up in the morning and commute, get in the car and commute, but I go for a drive and come back. To go to Starbucks. <laughs> okay, so in that situation, where you've got the commuter, okay. Is it etiquette just to wear them all the time? I mean, you in your own little world, you don't want to to have that interaction. I think that's a sign, right? Yes, you know, that's if exactly you're on the what bus I was or say. in the subway or something like that, and somebody had that on. It, you know. it is a definite sign of "Don't talk to me. I'm listening to something." It's, or "Don't talk to me." <laughs> why, well, why isn't it just a well? See, that's the you, you don't always know that they're listening, but why isn't it just? Uh, why can't it be just a sign of I'm listening to something? and not a sign of don't talk to me like i i i would like to have interactions i'm a type a personality i like to meet people uh but now you've put them on and you're you're shutting out the rest of the world maybe just put one in then i maybe maybe that's the universal signal oh hey i'm listening to something (laughs) but i'm also willing to talk to you if that isn't a thing maybe we can make it a thing yeah i think so well, I mean, then they can, like, you know, wink or not or make some other physical. Winking's bad. <laughs> For us, it's bad. <laughs> Talk about receiving one, not giving a wink. It doesn't matter, right? Because somebody has to give it if somebody's going to get it, you know what I mean? So winking's bad. I don't give a wink. Um, I, I don't know. Like, what's the what's the upshot? Like, like wh- how... I generally believe in society working its issues out. So, you know, eventually they'll have those holes that people put in. Do you have? I have no gauges. No, no gauges. That's no. what it is. Yeah, the gauges. And the gauge can be the the AirPod. <laughs> I, well, isn't it just going to be implants someday? You look to me like I would have a gauge. I, 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 I had no check. Like, you, I didn't want to be rude. Like, you got them, right? Like, <laughs> I can't see you way over there. <laughs> I am talking to, uh, I mean, well, no, you're not a millennial. Are you post-millennial? Yeah, yeah you're post-millennial. Kind of my pre-millennial? <laughs> Are you pre-millennial? Uh, well, like I said, one, one, isn't the, the, the thing, like, one day it's just going to be implanted? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Right. But yeah. when? In like, sci-fi we, world, We've been right? saying that for years. Yeah. Where's when, our flying car? When the right? alien rabbits take over, yeah, it'll be, yeah. It'll be in plants. The alien know. rabbit beer was pretty good. <laughs> 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 it, 
it, it, it was. Uh, well, I, I think, uh, you know, to wrap it up, just be courteous, right? Take them out. That's, yeah. that's it. Take them out. Yeah. If you're going to someone, take them out. If take, someone comes to you. Take them out. Take them out. Yeah, yeah, I think they, both ways. But yeah. also recognize that if you're going to someone and they have earbuds in, maybe they don't want to talk to anyone right now. Right, no, but if give they, them a pass, but if they, they act like they're not listening, to but anything. if the engagement is expected, if it's yes. a customer service kind yes, of thing, absolutely, then you know you, you really have to take them out. But if, if I'm the guy's at, taking my ticket at the movie theater, I don't care if he has one in or not. Oh, movie theater people don't want to talk to you anyway. <laughs> Me particularly, no. yeah, you, and, <laughs> you and your gauges, <laughs> lack of. <laughs> All right, no son? Yeah, I think so. All right. Hey, we're under time, too. Nice. Okay. Way to go. Bottoms up. up. Out. Politics. Some culture and craft beer. Politics. And that is why you're here. Politics. I don't know.